Wait, what is Campari? It is a liqueur. And spritz is just... Spritz is the is the soda water. It's kind of refreshing. And yeah. It's not that alcoholic. It's kind of... It's a good poolside drink. It's a great poolside drink. I know what's happening in Oslo. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. Cheers. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over, and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three months plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Yeah, I use SPF 50, but I was still able to get a lot of color. Oh, wow. Um, wow. Hey, guys, yeah. it's a new two bears with the two raddest surfers over 50. <laughs> you know, can I tell you? Yeah. Uh, you, 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 I'm really impressed by your surfing. Are you being serious? I'm being dead serious because you have no idea how many times I tried to surf and could not. And it took me, I had to really focus. I was really impressed by your surfing. And that is why I forced Tony Hawk to see if you were the coolest surfer in town. You're such a dick. <laughs> you're such a dick. You, here's uh, the thing. Oh, it's so fucking great. You know, you know here's the thing. Here's the thing I got to say. This is when you know your friends. You know how much... I would not want you to do that. Yes. Oh, yes. And that's oh, yes. why we're friends, because you know that I that that is fucking so embarrassing. Oh, Tom, there's so much more to it that you haven't seen. There's so the best fucking dude. It it is. I'm the only one that laughed. I did two things. I did that. And I did another thing, and it was so bad that in the middle, uh, Halston was like, "Hold on." Do you know that's the exact opposite? And I went, are you being fucking serious right now? And he goes, oh, it's a joke. I sold it so fucking good. I sold it so fucking good. I sold it so good. And then I called you a settler because you had the indigenous people carry your surfboard to the beach for you. I go, he's like, James Cook, look at him. I will take my surfboard up here, please. It was such an awesome experience. It's, so it's something, cool. I'll say this. I was talking to somebody about this. It's something that I would not have done two years ago I don't, I don't mean because my body was broken in half i mean emotionally i was a different person and oh, i let's start there yeah i i was the type of person that you would have said do you want to take a surf lesson today i'd have been like no let's just stay at the hotel yeah and be like what do you want to do i'd be like well let's just hang out the hotel's great let's just hang out at the pool, Go what, to the what, pool. We've, what we've been doing yeah and like, well, we did that. Yeah, I know, but I don't, that, we got to go down there. And I, what if it sucks? And you know, what, like, what if all, what if this isn't whatever, a good time? And like, I've tried to change, I, I have changed that a lot in the last couple of years, like mm -hmm. where I, 
one of the big things is I just try to embrace new experiences, you know, like I yeah. try, I try to do them. And I actually asked, asked to do this before I went, I was asked like, is there anything you want set up in Hawaii? And I was like, I would like to take a surf lesson. It's and so cool. It was the fucking coolest thing. I, I, I have a new appreciation for that whole world culture thrill. When you hear people go like, you know, a whole life you hear people go like, oh, there's nothing like catching a wave or you see people who their life is just devoted to it. I mean, like, I'm not going to be that person, but once you do this, it, it changes your perspective on that whole world. You know, I'm obsessed with it. And I, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm obsessed with it. Like I, I, I surfed as a kid, but never good, but I appreciate the feel of the ocean in the morning. The, I mean, there's something that really is cleansing. It's all, I mean, I've, I've, I've been to the beach and gone the ocean and I think the ocean's an amazing thing. It's an amazing yeah. place. And it's, and, and there's things about the beach and being in, in ocean water that is unlike anything else. Yeah. But I got, I got linked up with this dude, Anthony, shout out to Anthony. You, who, you were in Waikiki? No, I was in, um, I was staying in Colina and, uh, in, you know, on the Island of Oahu and, and yeah. this place was like 20 minutes away. Um, where did you go? Where did you surf? Eisenhower beach. I don't, okay. know, I don't know. So I get linked. I you know, I told them I want to do this. So they go, okay. So I, I get picked up, dropped off at this beach and there's like, you know, it's a, it's a real legit like Hawaiian beach, meaning like there's families that are cooking out, like setting up for the day. Yeah. And I, there's this tent and I walk over and this dude right away was like, what's up, man? Like, you ready to do this? And like, really like big personality, a lot of fun. And there was a few other people. Everybody gets their own individual person right away. A few other was, people as in you don't, people you don't know? Yeah. Oh, wow. But they're oh, each, wow. they, they each, have, everybody <laughs> is assigned an instructor. An instructor, yeah. So like, I was, you know, I've never done this. Um, the, like the prep of like, here's how to surf is like three minutes. It, it is. It he's is. Like, it's like, he's like, here's the board. You're going to paddle like this. You're going to push up, knees up, one leg, other, and then you're surfing. All right, let's go surf. Like it was basically that. Yeah. So, but I, I have, I have Tony, right? Everybody has their own person and we were paddling out and like he right away, he was like, you know, this is my, he's like, I'm not just a, a surf instructor. He's like, none of us are. And I was like, what do you mean? What are you, a fucking chiropractor? He was like, <laughs> like I've never done this no. before. No, <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm an, he's like, we're ambassadors of Hawaiian culture. He's like, this surfing is our shit. This is Hawaiian. Yeah. This is not just like, hey, this is a fun activity. This is in our souls. And, and so I, I connected with, I was like, that's awesome. I, li I like this dude. Yeah. We started just talking about that and, 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 you know, I get up or, or he, you know, we, we, I'm going over what to do. So the first wave that he puts me on, um, you know, the, 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 he's like, paddle, go, whatever. I get up for like a second and fall, but I'm, I'm, I'm already thinking like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to get this. Like yeah. I, I go out a second time. It's a little better. Third time, my board is just aiming for a woman who is on a board facing the other way. And as I get closer to her, I go, I'm going to kill this woman. <laughs> and I just keep my mouth shut. I'm just like, well, I'm just going to watch this happen. Um, and I don't know how I didn't. And then I told him, he was like, yeah, that shouldn't have happened. <laughs> and, then, 
And then I, I realized something to myself, because I have an hour out there of, of with him, right? Yeah. I realized that our instinct as amateurs, as like trying something, is to do it fast. And I realized that the only way I, I feel like that I'm going to get this in this hour is to just do it, but just fight the instinct to try to be fast and do it slowly. And that, so, is the, that is the most brilliant thing that I, I've that I've realized, but never vocalized, because I had that problem. Is every time I took surf lessons, I just wanted to get it. I wanted to start doing it and getting you just it going. Wanted, and then, and the thing and is, I didn't want to listen to their like they would say stuff like push up, lean yeah, back, yeah, yeah, lean back. Because and I didn't. I was just like, no, I just got to stand up. I just I I don't know why because I I feel like it's one of those things that happens when you age too. And this might be a really dumb thing, but maybe this makes sense to you. Where ten years ago, if I was holding three things in my hand and I was like now open this door like in other words open the door I would go you should put something down um it'll make it easier but I would be like no and then I would open the door and drop things yeah and now at my age I go put something down <laughs> and I put it down right yeah, you know yeah, and I yeah, go yeah. see and that's why nothing spilled and you didn't drop it and then I open the door and that's the same thought in my head I was like you're not going to pop up as fast as the guy who's been surfing 30 years. Yeah. Like just go fucking slow. And the, I, that next one, I caught the wave, the second one. And then my last, the, I, everybody had gone in and he's like, Tony's like, you're doing one more, dude. He's like, you got it now. So you're doing one more. And that one, I actually rode all the way in and turned a little bit. And it was like, it was the, it was the best feeling. It was the most incredible feeling. It's a crazy, it's so hard to explain to someone who's never done it, but there is a weird connection you get with the planet yeah. when the planet is moving you based on the moon it's, and then you're sliding on water you're you're and, and 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 perspective wise what you're seeing is a different when you're ever you're in the water you're always like looking up it's like at the bottom of a mountain yeah. and looking up once you stand up on that wave you're at the top of the mountain and you're choosing to go down and around it you can't believe you're riding a wave it's, I mean, it's so fucking cool and it's so exhausting it, it is like Oh, dude, check out Nathan. Swimming see out. if you can find Nathan Florence, his whoop numbers. Nathan, so I got I got really into it. Yeah, I you started, got, you got I've always it. been into it, but I got really into it. And I, I and I, I said to myself, I'm going to learn. Look for images. Images. Nathan Florence's whoop numbers are through the fucking roof. They are yeah. through. Take a look at that to the left. That's John John Florence. By the way, that's his brother. Uh, he surfs also. He is a professional surfer. Look at his fuck. First of all, his recovery is ninety five. But Jesus in Christ. go into Let's that. See that. Let's see what that says there. Maximum heart rate one hundred and seventy nine. So he's out there for two hours and forty five minutes. Yes, average heart rate one thirty four. Jesus, and sixteen hundred calories. Yeah. Um, and by the way, those dips are him sitting waiting for the next wave. It's 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 like. It is the it is the coolest thing, and I I will be honest. I would love to do it more. You know, like I would love to do it more. Can I tell you? Can I tell you my soft pitch? Yeah. And I've pitched this before. First of all, I have a bunch of pitches, but I this is my soft pitch. Yeah. As two dudes who create content. Yeah. I think number one thing we do. Yeah. We fund a surf trip. We fund a surf trip with pro surfers, right? Yeah. And we go to a because. Here's how surfing works for these guys. 
Yeah. And they're, dude, these guys are fucking hilarious. When you talk about not knowing what woke culture is, yeah. they are oblivious. They spend their time in the middle of the ocean. The ocean, yeah. In the ocean. They don't talk, they're not online. They're fucking the funniest when dudes you say in the world. Fund a surf trip. Do you mean fund? A, hear me out. Okay. So the way like John John is a little different, but like I'll do Coa Rothman and uh, and Nathan Florence, who I've had on my podcast. They're fucking hilarious. They party. They're fun. Yeah. They're in great shape. Well, the way they the way their business model works is uh, they follow the tides, and all of a sudden they're like, "Yo, there's uh, there's a place I think I'm gonna fuck the name of it. It's called." Chiapu or something it's like the biggest thickest wave in the world they find out it's going off their whole thing is they pay out of pocket to fly there to shoot content to hopefully put it on youtube to make money so so but they fly at the at the drop of a hat now i think with my brain we could really make some fucking crazy content me and you we do a two bears on the road at a surf spot we get a couple surfers, right? We get a, we make, we turn it into a guy's weekend. Yeah. We fly them from Hawaii to meet up with us in Tahiti. We do, first of all, we're doing a two bears when we get there. Now, the other thing you don't know, all the biggest surfers in the world has just showed up. Fucking Laird Hamilton's there because it's going off. All of a sudden, it's like every one of the greatest surfers shows up at this one spot because this break's going off. We go over, we do a two bears, do a two bears live, do a two bears, do a couple two bears, but we're filming content and we get the best surfers to take us surfing when the swell slows down. And then we go and surf great fucking things and you get, and we're sitting on a boat. You ever seen the boat? Type in, it's T E A. H-O-U-P-O-U. Did you just have like a spoonful of sugar or something? Yeah. No, I've been thinking about this. There it is. Type type in. Jesus. Boat. By the way, by the way, the other thing that happens boats is like I didn't realize that at the time. Look at that. We get on one of those boats right there, Tom. Oh, yeah, yeah. And watch these dudes surf. Watch these dudes surf and comment on it. Dude, look at these. We get on one of these fucking boats. We rent one of those boats. We take like three pro surfers, fun dudes that party, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We bring them down and we do, we'll do. we do a live two bears. We'll, we'll, and then, by the way, there's also breaks on this island where we can go surf for me and you. Oh, I know. And then and then we have, I'm telling you, man, it's, I, it's something that will keep you healthy for the rest of your life. It totally will. And, and by the way, impact-wise, I mean, these dudes get fucked up and they surf these waves. Yeah. But impact-wise, me and you standing on paddle boards outside watching this break, dude, it'd be fucking so much fun. I didn't fun. realize until later, like when I saw photos and videos, that you don't you don't realize that you're you're surfing baby waves because they know. they don't feel like it when you're when you're doing it. You're like, what is this? Like a twenty five foot wave? Like you don't realize it, and then you see this kind of shit, and it actually is like incomprehensible. The the fact that they're doing this and alive to tell you about it. It's, I think I think the thing I would like to experience is the. I'm a, I can only assume it's a religious moment when you see a wave that is roughly seven tons break in front of you and just go, like it's. Oh, and this is, I got, I'm jumping all over here. Please. But so, Tony, who I love, mm -hmm. ambassador of Hawaii, right? By the My, way, I would argue if you're ever thinking about anything surfing, getting one of these dudes. Oh, they're the best. Because they, they really, like they do stuff to you that you go, that make you feel like a fucking child. Like my guy that was taught me how to surf would see me and then he'd paddle over to me and put his toes on the front of my board and drag me out. <laughs> I think I think this is the company that, just if you're going to Oahu, is uh, 
Let's Surf. Um, I think that's what it's called. Um, Hawaii. Uh, hey, wait. But we're is out he there. married? Yes. Yes. Anthony is. Yeah. Who's he married to? I think she, I met his wife. She's a surf champion. I think I met his wife. Yeah. 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 When I was out there, we did Jamie O'Brien's surf camp uh, at yeah. Turtle Bay. This dude uh, did is a um, former. His wife is uh, was won the Japan Open. She came third in the World Championships. Um, everybody, all the instructors were like super, super legit. All surfers but are cool as fuck. They are fucking cool. So, well, while we're surfing, he's just you know, like I said, making t- tell me a lot about like Hawaiian history and and like the importance of, of surfing. Then he goes, you know who the goat is, right? And I just go, Kelly. And he goes, that's the goat. He goes from Cocoa Beach, Florida. He goes, but we love that shit because he he spread the the like the our culture further, like made yeah. what is ours even worldwide. He goes, that's the goat. That's the goat. Later on, I post these photos. Kelly Slater hits me up and goes DM pu- publicly. He goes, don't leave. I'm coming. Let's go out. And I told him, I'll abandon my family to do that. And he's you like, have to. he's like, and then I was like, no, I have to go because fucking stupid kids. Um, you know, Kelly Slater has the fucking life. It actually seems like a movie. It seems like a movie. Like yeah. when you think about the fact, do you realize that he is Kelly Slater? Let's break down Kelly Slater. Kelly, well, Kelly Slater is. Well, I'll say the, the one thing last, but the youngest world champion ever. Mm-hmm. The oldest world champion ever, mm-hmm. the most championships ever. His life is this this thing that people do recreationally. He is mastered to the point where he's the most competitive and best at it. He travels the world to the most beautiful places, pursuing the best waves. He's this chill, really good looking, seemingly very down to earth dude. Doesn't do drugs, doesn't do out, like, like, doesn't, isn't like lost in partying, watched no. a bunch of dudes. Here's what I love about Kelly Slater. Well, first of all, have you seen his house in, in Australia? No. Type in Kelly, uh, by the way, type in Kelly Slater's house in Australia. It's fucking sick. Well, I think I'm that's sure. where he lives mostly Australia, now. Australia, Hawaii, yeah. Tahiti. I mean, he's going to like the fucking raddest places. Kelly Slater's house in Australia is fucking awesome. Uh, good luck. Yeah, that sucks. Well, huh? even without Nadav in there, they're bad, huh? <laughs> yeah, they struggle. Hello, I'm Johnny Knoxville. And I'm Elna Baker. And we have a new podcast. It's called Pretty Sure I Can Fly. Yep, we've teamed up with my friends and barmates from Smartless to create a podcast where we talk to folks who have more balls in a bowling alley. People who accomplish something extraordinary despite people telling them that it couldn't or shouldn't be done. You'll hear stories about the Air Force doctor who buckled into a 600-mile-per-hour rocket sled and became the fastest man on the planet. And a man who wrestles alligators and sharks for fun. Do not do this. <laughs> You'll hear about a foul-mouthed moonshiner. Got a two-inch dick and a six-inch tongue and knows how to use both of them. <laughs> and an even more foul-mouthed female stunt pilot. We got bull riders. Balloonists. Bobsledders. And big wave surfers. People who lay their balls on an anvil and hand the other fellow the hammer. Okay. I bet you've actually done that, Johnny. Maybe for sweeps. 
Follow Pretty Sure I Can Fly on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Pretty Sure I Can Fly early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. Is your beer fridge feeling a little empty? DoorDash is your door to beer without the run. Whatever drink you're in the mood for, they've got you. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code BEARS24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. I mean, there's like sometimes you just don't want to leave. That's me. Once we're at a spot and we're hanging out, I just don't want to leave. And now you don't have to. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf beer wine mixers mocktails and more can be delivered straight to your door save up to 25 percent, up to 15 dollars value when you spend 35 dollars or more with code bears 24 so whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night doordash is here to help you have a great evening any evening terms apply must be 21 or older to order alcohol drink responsibly delivery and promotions available only in select markets this is what I love about Kelly Slater is he's got a little bit of the Michael Jordan thing in him is that he's competitive as fuck. For sure. Is that like, is that like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's the you're goat. You're the best in the world at yeah. something. You're competitive. It's funny listening to these guys talk about Kelly Slater and talk about like, I don't know how I got, Nathan, I found Nathan through YouTube randomly. Yeah. And I just, and, and I knew I, and I, and I, and I ended up doing a podcast with him and you talk about like, they've known Kelly Slater since they were like fucking eight years old like yeah. they've known him to be in, and the, the progression of these kids of kids surfing like pipeline like they just had the pipeline masters and uh they the progression of kids surfing is like i was like so wait you just paddle in the pipeline and they're like oh no 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 we used to surf the first break and then we surf the outsides and then one day they're like you can come inside like it's really the hierarchy is fucking i was fascinated about this I, I didn't know that for like these really crazy crazy waves that you go like who how the fuck do you do this that you there's usually two jet skis involved two one yeah. to pull the surfer out and one to watch out for the other guy on the jet ski like that's <laughs> and i was like how do you do that he goes uh he goes well i'll be honest with you i don't do it anymore he goes we want to we want to play with death but we want to win you know and i was like oh, okay so do you think this is something you could do recreationally surf yeah i mean you know it it's obviously if if I was living in LA, it becomes a much more it's, access is a big thing, you know, like being able to just What's go it? there. But it's I live in LA and I have a beach house and I don't go to the beach because yeah, I'm mean, working. I I would here's the thing. It's something you'd have I, to make a point to do. Make a point to do. I would definitely like if I was going to Hawaii again, I would sign up for another lesson immediately. Yeah, because it was that much fun. I would like to. We should do. We should plan a surf trip. We should plan a surf trip. Yeah, and 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 it'll uh, it'll be. I mean, when I'm, you know, I my next day off is April nineteenth. That's my next fucking day off. It's your next day off. My next day off is April nineteenth. Just from touring, just touring, touring, and then everything else going on. I I, I'm booked. What else is going on? Movie, and the fucking promotion for the movie, my special, like everything. I'm trying to I'm trying to juggle everything right now. That's why I'm not drinking as much because I'm literally, and I want to right now. I want to. My brain does the thing where it fires and goes, "Oh, this is a fun time. Let's have a drink." Will you have a drink on the flight? Later? I'll have a drink on the flight. I, I was. I may have a Campari spritz. It's been my drink that I can have because it's a little bit of champagne, a little bit of Campari, mm -hmm. and it relaxes me. But I don't get hammered, and I can have like fucking two of them. Smoke a little Keef, Keef with Big J Hookerson. What if we? Here's here's what here's I said. The thing though, also we got to say is just that how fucking magical Hawaii is. It is the fucking 
It is. It's my favorite place in the world. It is amazing. And I know there's people watching being like, I'm poor. Look. <laughs> I love you, when you do you this. You can get some. I love that you've called your the people that hate you the the poor skinnies or the poor fatties. What would you? What would the you, fat pores. The fat pores. That's it. The fat pores. And by the way, I love fat pores. Yeah, Lots I know. of tequila, a little bit of soda is a fat pore for me. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, no. What I'm trying to say is that there are places that like, like, you know, you sit around, you go like, where? if you haven't traveled much, you go, where do I want to go? Man, like it is a, a, it's a beautiful place. The culture, the people, like if you're trying to plan a dream trip, I just, I'm just saying I fully have to endorse just any of, any of the islands, the big island, Oahu, Lanai, uh, Kauai, Maui, they're all fucking, they're amazing. It's an awesome place. This, Hawaii is, the beautiful thing about Hawaii is that it, that it, their business, their income is based on tourism. So that they understand. And they're so, like, you, you're you with people who are so gracious. They're always like, thank you for coming. You keep us, you know. I love the, the aloha means hello and goodbye. And that's kind of the thing in Hawaii. They're like, hey, hey but don't stay too long, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> but it's, it's. You fucking howly piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. The, I love, I love. I love everything about Hawaii. I've never had a bad time in Hawaii. No. And it's such a great place to go. And, and you're right. If you have if you have vacation time and you're going to save up money, fucking Hawaii That's what I'm delivers. Saying. Every fucking points, time. Points, All of the, and the, all the different. Use your points. Dude, Get there. God damn, man. That would be fucking. That's the fucking trip. My goal is to do. Uh, surf trip with you, disc golf tournament in Hawaii. That would be fucking. That would be big disc golf tournament, big surf. Thing. I still so, get tagged from people all the time because they know. Like, I think if they go, if they can't reach you, they're trying to reach me to see yeah. if I'll get it to you. That's funny. I get yeah. the same from you. Yeah, and they're like, "Hey, tell Bert, man, just do you, are you seeing this? Tell Bert I want to go, go disc golfing with him." And I'm like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> like, you think I'm gonna send him this? I'll tell you what's so funny is people hit me up and go, "Hey man, I got and I got stuff for you and Tom." And if it's something I want, I go, oh, "Send it to me. I'll bring it to him." Like Big Cat, <laughs> Big Cat's got a coffee company. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not. I, I, I don't know if he's announced it or what. But yeah. Big Cat hit me up and he's like, "Hey man, I'm starting a coffee company. I'd love to send you and Tom some product." And I was like, "Send it to me. I'll bring it to him." <laughs> I love coffee. I should get in the coffee business. No shit. No shit. We need to do a surf trip, and we need to we need to get Kelly Slater to go with us. Sure. I wonder if he'd. I wonder. I bet he'd do one of these things. Kelly Slater. What if we, what if like, we named the most random place, and then he's like, "Oh, I have a house there." He probably does. Yeah, he does. Well, I heard. I, I want to go to his surf camp, like his surf indoor surfing camp. So, so hear hear me out. I'm hearing you. This out. is what I said to Tony Hawk when I said Tom wants to know if you think he's a rad dude. Please t wait. Set up how you what what you did with Tony Hawk. Because so, all I because just so people know, I had I had gone surfing. I posted it. I was very excited about it. A couple of days later, I talked to Bert, and he goes, "I'm with Tony Hawk," and yes, I yes I showed him, and I'm like, "Huh?" He goes, "I know you wanted me to show him." you surfing to, to see if you look cool and, and and i'm like what are you talking about and then i hear tony in the background he's like uh yeah good job man i'm like what wait i was like oh you motherfucker 
I said, I said, so Tom's been hounding me. Hounding you. I go, and so he wants me to show you a surfing video and ask you if you think he looks cool surfing. <laughs> and Tony's, such and an asshole. the best thing about Tony is he's, he, you know, he gets comedy, but he also is a regular person. Yeah. So like he, like, and he's also the greatest skateboarder in the world yeah. forever. Yeah. So there's a part of it where he's trying to be genuine. He's like, yeah, I'll watch it. And that's when I start giggling to myself and I go, all right, play the clip. And so we play it. And then he's like, yeah, well, he's, yeah, he can kind of, he's getting up. He doesn't, I mean, that's not the, that's, that's good. He's doing really good. And I go, okay, well, he's, he just wants to make sure you look cool. And then I go, oh, and then there's a, the best part. I don't even think you noticed it. You start walking to the camera and Tony, I guess, whatever Hawaiian dude is carrying your board up for you. And it, and it just looks like James Cook is storming the island of Hawaii for the first time going, someone bring my canoe up. I'm going to go take over the indigenous people. And, and, I, and Tony goes, yeah, that's not a good look. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, there's a surf, there's a wave pool in Waco. That's not far. It's not far. And you can rent it out for the day. And you get there the night before. They have hotels there. So you stay at the wave pool. This we should do. And you wake up there and you go surfing there. This we should do. All right. And we'll bring in. And I'll, I'll tell you what. We'll fly. I'll fly out uh, Nathan. And uh, and we'll see if we can get some surfers to come out there for, for us. Okay. And so we get some pro surfers out there to give us some tips. I love the um, I love the pitch of, of hitting up pro surfers and going like, do you guys want to do a surf trip? And they're like, fuck yeah. And we're like, cool. Come to Waco, Texas. <laughs> and By like, the way. Fucking right. J- Jamie O'Brien, I think, went to this. It's, it's pretty good. It's a different wave than Kelly Slater's. Kelly Slater has created the perfect wave, but the price point on getting that pool for the day—I don't fucking I think crazy. it's crazy. I think it's out of Kelly's control because the waves oh. come. I think Kelly is the name of it. I think he created it, but I think investors isn't probably there are the like, one that um, the, the Waco one's an indoor thing, right? Outdoor. Oh, there's it is an outdoor? indoor one in New Jersey. I think the Andrew Schultz. Okay, because I know there's indoor ones. So the outdoor thing I'm fascinated by because the outdoor one has. A real body of water that has a some type of machine outdoors that's creating the wave. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, there's one in in Australia where it's a big bell yeah. and it just goes and it's cir- it it creates a wave of a circle. Kelly Slater's wave only comes every five minutes, so if you miss it, you got to wait five minutes for the next fucking wave. So we don't want that one. Okay, because we're gonna miss fucking waves. Of course. Yeah, we want we want. The Waco one. We need to do a Waco surf trip. I'm calling Nathan Florence right now. See if he's in. Let's wait. Let's okay, wait. Let's okay, let's not. Yeah. All right. The, I'm telling you, man, I think it's the coolest thing. When All I right. saw you do that, I was like, more people need to do, not just that, agree, agree. but do stuff that's out of their comfort zone. It's about out of your comfort zone. But I think this is like, like I was trying to say over the last couple of years, it, it's not just out of the comfort zone. It's actually just saying like, let's just do something. In other words, you know, like, I feel like I lived in this, in this like mindset, in this space for so many years. And, and, and part of it was just being a road dog, like just being a road guy, grinding out weeks like, like you did too. Um, we still do, but I'm saying when you're just like coming up through those, that club system where it's such, a gr- it's such a grind, meaning that you're not just working all the time, but you're just, you know, it's flight, get up for press, get got to get something to eat go back to the room go do the shows do the thing next day flight press and then when somebody goes do you want to like try something i embrace an idea of no i don't i don't want to try anything yeah yeah. i don't want to go see anything and i don't want to go do anything because you know 
how long it's going to take to someone to go get the car and then grab you and then you got to drive there to do it and then you're going to be waiting and then all that time you could be taking a nap getting ready for your show. Yeah. yeah. So you just and then all of a sudden you go like man a decade went by of 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 somebody going you want to take a surf lesson I was like fuck no I don't want to take a surf lesson you know I've like, changed I've changed during COVID when we did the when we did uh hot summer nights tour I changed in that I started to, we started to do activities during the day and I started to embrace activities and look at it as like what can I do? Yeah. Like, and then, and then like, we're, I, when we're going, I'm going to Tampa and like February 17th and the night before I already set up, I was like, there's stuff I want to do in Tampa that day. Cause I'm coming home. So I want to take batting practice with Jesuit. I want to take, oh, there's stuff I want to do. So I'm like, I started doing this thing with Rom where I'm like, yo, leave at midnight. Like as soon as we get off stage, let's bail and let's get there early in the morning and let's not drink too much so we can wake up early and do shit there. Like fucking I, I'm, I'm looking at, a, we're going, we land, I leave for Oslo tomorrow, tomorrow, I leave for Oslo tomorrow. Holy shit. Yeah, I know. That's why we had the problem with uh, doing podcast tomorrow is my flight's at three tomorrow to get to Oslo in time for my show. But the first thing I'm doing is a sauna on a boat out in a fjord in ice filled fjord sauna polar plunge into the fucking fjord that's fucking rad right and it's fucking type in sauna on a boat oslo it's fucking and i go i can get up for that and the this i'm trying to change my brain a little bit but and i can that's it floating sauna just do images look at that that, that was it that was actually it but you so go out that. yeah but it's yeah so you, so go, you go sauna into a floating Body of like freezing water, freezing water, and then you get back out and go back in the sauna. Back in the sauna, that's fucking cool, man. Yeah, right. So uh, here's what I'm trying to do, Tom, and I'm not good at it, but like my drinking has cut back substantially because I'm trying to plan shit in the morning that make me responsible for myself in the morning. Good. So like I go because I don't want to stop fucking partying, but I do want to stop stupid partying. Like I don't, I don't want to stay. Like last night was perfect. I landed. And I was like, this seems like such the eternal struggle for you. I know. Cause I get, cause like I get excited right now and I want to drink. Yeah. I get excited and I go, I, it's, it's, but it's, I think it's almost like fucking, I feel like I used to have a, a you know, a similar type of thing of um, like extravagant meals where if I go like, oh, I yeah. go, if, if you go, you know, you said, I, I feel excited. Let's have a drink. I would be like, this is good. Let's go plant. Let's go to like a place where you can just indulge in like the most food ever, you know? Oh yeah. And I, I don't know. I just don't want to do that. I was talking to, I was talking to Tony Hawk about that. His dad, his dad was uh, gaining weight. He had already had two heart attacks, I think, before Tony was born. And he was saying, uh, and I apologize if I'm missharing the story, like not saying it right. But they pulled his dad aside and had like an an intervention. I hope I'm not fucking the story up, so I don't want to sound like Tony said something different. You'll hear it on the podcast. And, his, and they were like, you need to start eating better. And his dad's like, I would rather die young and eat the way I'm eating and really enjoy life. And he it's died crazy. when he was 50, 67. But I was like, it's so fucking interesting because because here's the thing. is It makes me so crazy. It makes me crazy because I, it makes me like, it, it wasn't the same thing, but it made me crazy with my dad. Really? Yeah, like I remember like more than 10 years ago, I worked the Palm Beach Improv and I was opening. I was the feature act. Yeah. And he'd come and I remember he was like, I saw him. He, he was over he was overweight. 
not crazy, yeah. you know, but like, uh, I was like, he was breathing hard and I was like, I don't know. I just kind of noticed it. And I found out later, my mom said that they went home the next day. I think they spent the night in Palm beach. Maybe they went home and they stopped it. She made him stop at the hospital, at the emergency room. Really? Yeah. And he had a 98% clogged artery and they did an emergency stint. But at the time, because I think you mentioned your dad got a stint. Yeah, yeah, he just, yeah. At the time, I was like, like you know, what I didn't, I didn't understand what was happening. I was like, and they were like, no, he has like a the Widowmaker. That's my dad. That's where my dad's blockage was. So I had to go, you know, when he finally got out, I was like, that must feel crazy to be the person, to be like, I had a 98% like percent clogged artery. This, at any moment, a week later, it could have been too late. Yeah. And by the, by just the, marvel of science and the sheer luck of going at that time they put in a stint and then like i was like man you know you start to like you get kind of emotional and then you're like i'm so glad you're alive and i'm i don't know a week later the the uh, anxiety had dissipated because i knew he was all right and i'm like i used to, we used to talk all the time so I, I just i called him and i was like hey uh what's up like what are you doing he's like well I'm, just um, I was like, "What are you eating?" And he was like, "Uh, uh egg, egg McMuffin." And I was like, "You just had a fucking emergency stint, and you're eating an egg McMuffin." He was like, "It's an egg McMuffin. It's like egg." I'm like, "But like, doesn't that experience make you go, maybe no more McDonald's?" Yeah. And it was like, no. And I was like. Okay. It's it will it's it's hard because you know I when before I went on blood pressure medicine, the second I got on blood pressure medicine, I started gaining weight. Cause I all of a sudden I was like, Oh, I got a parachute. Oh, you get a parachute. I get I, it. I remember my and I'm and then that was this my but now, now granted if you don't go on the blood pressure medicine, you could have a stroke. If you don't go on the like Dana Carvey talked about this, it's there's so many there's so many ways to prevent heart disease these days. That yeah. It's almost like it's 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 almost like how the fuck does pe you if you just go to a cardiologist and you get on blood pressure medicine you get on statins you monitor your levels because they can be too high you can be on too much shit and so you got to watch everything it is the weird thing where like i have to like this last doctor's visit i had to cognizantly look at my numbers and go i need to take corrective behavior or i will be the guy that can't do shit at 67, you know, like I, I need to do that because I'm on so many fucking medications and I eat so shitty that if I don't lose weight, I will just have a fatty liver for the rest of my fucking life. Yeah. So that's why I'm trying to, I'm trying to be conscious of it and plan activities. And with food, I'm trying to go, I've had all my great meals. Let's just work on eating some lean proteins and some greens, get my fucking cholesterol down, get my, my cholesterol is fucking 90 so it's not my it's ldl like, is not not that you just, bad you just want to like i think we just all want to just form habits you know you realize that the bad like bad eating is actually a habit just like yeah. the, and you can make it the where it's good eating dude else i just remember this too it's like but i because i get both sides of this now like yeah. now that i think about it when um my dad would like he had cancer and he's like you know you're trying to beat cancer so you're, you're, you're chemo and you, you meet with oncologists. And I would go to some, I went to some of these meetings and they're like, you know, you try to like 
live a health, like be as healthy as you can. You're trying to yeah. beat this horrible disease. And then we like leave and he'd be like, let's go get barbecue. I'm like, barbecue? <laughs> and uh, sometimes I'd be hanging out with him. I'm like, I, I one time I wrote up a diet plan for him and he, he, he did it for like, I don't know, a couple days. And then I'm like, why don't you like, why don't you just want to eat like this healthy stuff? And he's like, all I do is go to uh, doctor's appointments. They go, I have a doctor yesterday, doctor today. I do doctor thing. They do blood work tomorrow. Next day I do chemo. All He goes, so the only thing I enjoy is eating what I want to eat. Yeah. And at that point, like, what do you say to somebody? At the, you're like, okay. I'm like, all right, I my, get it. My grandmother was uh, dying of heart failure. And, uh, and, they were, and they were like, she's really skinny. We need to get her something. And... I said, why don't why don't we go? Why don't someone go grab McDonald's? And I remember my aunt or my dad was like, "Buddy, it's heart failure. You're not going to get her McDonald's. She's dying of yeah. heart failure." And I went, "Yeah, but she needs food in her. Like, who doesn't like a fucking milkshake? And if you need calories, no lie, no lie. And I I could be misremembering the story. We got her a milkshake from McDonald's. She ate a milkshake. She ended up living five more years. Like just like." Yeah, it was it was a lot of what what it, what it was was this old mindset. I think my grandmother had this old mindset of skinny is healthy. Yeah, and what was happening was it was fucking destroying her body, and she needed calories to get by. She ended up dying of heart failure five years later, but she did last another five fucking years. How old was she when she died? Eighty something. Oh, in the eighties, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she was in the eighties. But but here's the other thing: your dad's not wrong. I, your dad said something to you. I told you, I brought it up on Tony Hawk that I can't ever not remember and that is uh life goes on yeah life goes on things will move forward and we're all gonna die and if you're not gonna enjoy the time here nothing's guaranteed i went to the cardiologist on tuesday uh thursday uh i, I meet with him we talk you know healthier lifestyle we, you have to lose weight it was it was wasn't i mean i, I talked to you about our I'll, I'll share everything but like the conversation was, I need to get on. He said to me, you, you're, we're testing your testosterone. I think it's low. You need to get on TRT, testosterone replacement therapy. Get it into a regular level, and not only, A, does it repair your fatty liver, like just being overweight. You're, it's The number one thing is most of us have fucking fatty livers. It's just fucking the disgusting diets we eat, sugars, alcohol for me. But it's just, he goes, it will repair that and It'll get you to start losing weight. It'll jumpstart your system and start getting you to lose. Can weight. Can I tell you something? Yeah, because like, I'm not an I'm, I'm not an expert. I don't want people. I don't know. Think, and by the way, yeah, yeah I'm not an expert. People, I'm not an expert. Every time yeah. we, you know you talk about something like this, you know, you, you hear from this is wrong. And I'm I'm an expert in I think me. Mm -hmm. So, like a year ago, I got my levels tested and they were low, right? And you like, just saw my levels. Yeah. I just shared yeah, with yeah. you. Yeah, so, lower than mine or right, right right around the same. Um. Like right up around that, I think yeah. either a little lower or about that. So they were like, you you know, you should get on a, a, a low dose. Um, do you do a cream or do you do, they, they inject it? And it's injectable. Yeah. Because yeah. I heard, because I, I can't I, tell, I don't want to tell everyone's story. Yeah. Because it sounds silly. It sounds silly because there's a shame in, in it, because people confuse TRT, which is testosterone replacement therapy, yeah. meaning getting your levels back to a natural level. Like a healthy, normal. A healthy, normal level yeah. with doing juice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So this was like, 
Um, but anyway, so I, I get tested and they tell me it's low and they're like, you're in your forties. This is normal. You know, you could benefit from this from X number of reasons or whatever. And I thought, you know, oh, cool. This will also like be like a real fitness boost for me too. Right. Dude, I, um, I started, I, I started taking it and like, I mean, not only did everything like kind of stay the same, I, I started to gain weight. So I was like, if you look at me, um, about a year ago. Was like, that how long you've been doing that? Well, no, it's like maybe nine months, maybe okay. eight, eight or nine months. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I'm like 40 pounds heavier. Really? Yeah. And it, and so I did that. I got off of it. Then I got my levels tested and they had, I mean, obviously they just dip again. Well, here's the point I was trying to make. I got on a lower level the second time, meaning more recently. Mm -hmm. And not only did I get on a lower level, but I had to, I started eating healthier mm -hmm. and working out more rigorously. And that's when I was able to see changes. My point just being that simply taking it. Simply taking it isn't the fix. It, it's, it's not a, it is not a magic pill. Or at yeah. least, it, at least I should say for me, Rogan said take, that to me. Taking it, um, the higher it was a higher dosage than currently, did not make my body change. It did not make me lose weight. I, you know, I I just kept doing what I was doing. I wasn't eating healthy enough. I wasn't mm -hmm. working out enough. And I, I mean, I, I really, yeah, I, I put on weight. So you, you still have to. You got to do the work. Yeah. You look fantastic. I've said that. To, I've said that well, over. Thanks, thanks. I said I, you really are an inspiration. Where I started going, what the fuck am I doing with? I mean, like even today, I have not eaten anything. I had bone broth. I had coffee, but like I, I'm trying to stay away from uh, carbs in general. Rice, I'll have rice, but like I'm trying to stay away from like pastas. Do you know what breads. I think you would benefit from though? Fucking rehab, sure. <laughs> Is like, because I know you have a trainer um, who's I'm fantastic. taking my trainer with me to Europe. You're taking her to Europe? Yeah, we're taking her to Europe. So we did, we did I'll tell That's you what. That's Lacey. Yeah, yeah, Lacey. Yeah. Lacey Mackey, she's a gangster. She is, is really a gangster. She, we set up challenges every month. Our challenge last month Good. was five burpees, five push-ups, five squats, and every day you add five. <sighs> and let me tell you, if you miss a day like I did or seven, you get into a hole where your Saturday is spent doing burpees all fucking day but once you start doing 100 burpees a day a few days in a row all of a sudden your body like my body squats dude squats i'm doing i could do in a, any day i do about 220 i'm such in the hole with all because i've missed a couple days so i fucking we went to alaska went snowboarding i fucking was doing 220 push-ups a day and 220 squats a day just to try to catch up and dude I can do, I've never been able to do kettlebell on my shoulder, squat all the way down, uh, lunge to my knee touching the ground, lunge. I, my core or whatever, my legs are so much fucking stronger that I'm not letting go of it. I'm like, I'm going to do squats every fucking day to keep up with this. It's, um, yeah, I mean, that's, I think you personally, it's great that you have her. Yeah. I mean, I really think you would, benefit you benefit from people like you from structure yeah and um a little structure what, what if you way. like separately got with like 
a like real a real top tier nutritionist to like tell you you eat this instead of going like because so many people do the thing of they're like carbs are bad or like you yeah. know and like i i don't eat the, and like i don't know that i just feel like you should be able to have you should have some carbs and and you should know exactly the ones you should have i just think you would really do well with that i i i uh i struggle with the thing that makes me me and the thing that makes me healthy so like the thing that makes me me is the fucking like supersize it mentality of like here's a hundred dollars at mcdonald's just surprise me like a hundred dollars oh i've done that so many times surprise me meaning like i'll take a hundred dollars worth of food a hundred dollars surprise me i love it it's my favorite thing. wait how much do you end up getting at that point uh you'd be shocked and you eat that alone no 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 oh. no no but i bring it into a party oh that's fun though yeah yeah I I, but i love that energy i love um i love drinking out of nowhere i love when someone goes do you want to drink that energy sure it's makes protein. my heart skip a beat like it it's the it's like getting a first kiss um and so i don't want to lose that but i do want to lose the part of my brain that goes like uh like i i want i i woke up this morning and i felt so fucking good juxtaposed by the last time i was here and i thought i was gonna die i thought i was gonna die that day i was like this is the day i die i've had so many of those in austin where it's i'm just burning it so much and i'm not focusing on recovery or focusing on on working out or focusing on anything that i go god damn it man what the fuck's wrong with me like how do i get out of my own way to make sure i i feel good i just want to feel good and, and anxiety aside like so I, i'm trying to balance that because with the, the thing when people go if you quit drinking you lose your fans well i don't i'm gonna lose me too if i quit if i if i just got stone sober and started meditating every day i don't know who the fuck i am then like I want the razzle dazzle. I want the fucking. I How want to shake it can up. Can I ask you what a question though? Please. How do you know that if you don't drink, that the razzle dazzle isn't still there? What if the razzle dazzle is just in Bert? It is, but it is, but it is, but I like the fucking flare. I like the fucking like. Even you're not a big drinker. No, at all. But. There, I don't know. There's some, I, I don't know. There's like, I, maybe it's tradition. Maybe it's like, I kept thinking to myself the other day. I was like, why was it? Why did I get drunk the first time? Yeah. Like I didn't need it. I didn't, I it was curious, but then why do I drink at parties? Like, I don't need it. I don't need it. Uh, and when I go and like New Year's Eve, I didn't want to drink New Year's Eve. Cause I was like, I was like, I'm feeling good. I don't feel like I want to drink. I was like, I'll just smoke pot. And then I smoked some pot and I had a couple drinks. And then I was like, it's like, I'm really tired. And I snuck off to this, the party we were at. They had a screening room. I went to the screening room, took a nap. And then I came back to the party. And then I was like, I'm feeling better. And I had another drink. And I was like, this is great. I woke up the next day. Felt phenomenal. I didn't get hammered. I, I got like responsibly buzzed the way everyone else was. And then I didn't drink that next night, which is like insane for me. I was like, New Year's Day, I was like, I'm good. I'm having a good time. I'm good. I had, I had well, I, I take it back. I had one uh, Campari Spritz. But I didn't. I didn't finish it. I went to. Never bed. heard you talk about Campari spritzes so much. I love them, dude. I love. You ever had a Campari spritz? I don't think so. Do you want a Campari? Right now? Yeah. I got two that can come up right now. Seriously? You want a Campari spritz? I'll take a sip to see what it tastes like. Pete. 
Someone tell Pete two Campari spritz. Um, they're so enjoyable. They're so fucking enjoyable. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to, I just want to lose weight. That's my big thing. I just want to lose weight. I don't, I'm so inspired by you. I, I really, you know, I bust your balls every fucking chance I get, but I'm so impressed with how you took control of your health and you look better. And seeing you surf was like something where I went 275. Tom wasn't doing that. No, no. I mean, no. by the way, I'm, I'll tell you right now, uh, I've tried it at 260. It's impossible. I'm sure. Two, I 240 was what? What? How much do you weigh right now? Uh, about 205. God damn it! It's gotta feel good. Clothes feel good. Who's who saw you? Who saw you and goes? Is he buying all new clothes? I go a lot. Can I tell you something? Yeah. And the poor's are gonna love this. I found <laughs> out. I um I kind of knew this, but I just did this. No, and no, this is I'm, I'm meaning this. This yeah. is genuinely a simple thing that can make anybody feel good. Okay. Um, I, I want to say this. So I took, I took all the clothes that was too big for me and donated it, you know, yeah. or, or set it on fire. Oh, wait, I'm your size. You could give, give it to me. Um, no, you're, you're too big, but <laughs> I, I, uh, I, um, I gave it away. I donated it, gave it away. And then I was in my closet with like some, you know, I, I did get some new things, but I had I had clothes that I was like, I mean, these are like nice pants, right? Or a nice shirt or a nice jacket, like really nice. Yeah. And I really, I really like it. And I was like, man, that sucks. I don't want to like literally empty the closet and buy an entirely new wardrobe. So I dude, I went to a tailor and can I tell you what a game changer? And I don't just mean because you lose weight. And this is something that men, we I think, fuck up the most, is that we wear ill-fitting pants all the time. All the time. And so I, I, brought, I, I was like, I love these, you know, 10 pairs of pants, these shirts, and these 10 jackets. And I brought them to the tailor, and you put them on. And this, because this, you were saying, who's, people have stopped me who don't know me to compliment my the way my clothes fit and it's something that doesn't cost a shitload of money it's if you're a girl and you have and i I, I say this because i'm i feel like men don't do it the most you can set up men do this with jeans i am a 30 38 31 like so 32 38 32 is way too long and a 38 30 is high waters for me you're right getting the right getting it tailored because what ends up happening and like there's this is what I was saying, like to a woman who like you want to do like a cool thing for your boyfriend, uh, yeah. or it's like it, I'm saying you 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 go to the tailor, and you'll be like really, and watch how, like first of all, like I, I had pants that were too big in the waist, not even like from before. I just meant like they were still even mm-hmm. current, but too loose. They take it out of the waist. The crotch is too high. They open it there. It's sitting too baggy on your ass. It's not tapered in the leg, and all of a sudden. You lead at the tailor, you pick it up and you put it on and you're like, oh my God, like this is the way this is supposed to fit. And it doesn't, has nothing to do with it, meaning like because you lost weight. Most, the clothes that we buy yeah. for most of us, you get it off the rack, it's just mass produced. So it's not made for your body. And when you do that at the, you get the tailored jacket, shirt, pants, we're not talking about bespoke. We're just saying like a tailoring. Yeah. 
total game changer. All of a sudden you're like, oh man, this fits. It looks so much better. It feels so much better. And I don't know. I I did that and I have absolutely loved the fact that I did it. Do you know what I did? I bought. So is P coming in with these goddamn Campari spritz? God damn it. This kid's good. Campari spritz. Thank you, Pete. Of course. Enjoy. So Campari, Prosecco, and soda water. Is that uh, uh, Campari? Wait, what is Campari? Ooh. What is Campari? It is a liqueur. And spritz is just... Spritz is the, is the soda water. Soda water. So you'll taste a little bit of the So Prosecco. it's literally soda water? Soda water, Prosecco, and then a splash of Campari. And it's just, as you taste a little bit of the bitters, it's like the bitters of the Campari I enjoy. And you taste a little bit of the Prosecco. Yeah. It's kind of refreshing. And yeah. It's not that alcoholic. It's kind of... It's a good poolside drink. It's a great poolside drink. I know what's happening in Oslo. <laughs> <laughs> um... But like this, this is what life's about. Tailoring, tailoring your clothes. Oh, Campari Spritz. Yeah. I would, man, I would like to get my clothes tailored. Look, look, if I could remake my wife. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer a peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. The thing about buying jewelry is you really don't know what you're getting into. You don't know what you're looking at often, and the great thing about working with Blue Nile is you have somebody who's a true expert that can help guide you along the way so you don't feel lost, so you know what these diamond grades are. You know you're getting real value. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you don't, they offer 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Just for you. Like these, I think these. These, these, these get tailored or not? I don't remember. But like they just, the when they when your pants fit, yeah. they feel a million times. But you don't want to fucking pull your pants up every two seconds, it right? It would be cool. It would be cool. How do we do that as a business? How do you get, how do you get, how do you? Actually, these I don't think I had done. Sorry. That, but that's not a bad idea. Like when you say bespoke, I don't know what that is, but I know there's a these website. Too loose. There's a website called Bespoke, right? These are way too loose. I did not have these done. Sorry. But like, there, and there's like Crate Club where like you get, they send you stuff. How yeah. would you go? How how would you find? How Because I'm sure we can find a sweatshop in China to tailor our clothes. And so, you know, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be woke. I'm trying to make money here. So if, so we find, we find some fucking, place in the Lower East Side in in New York that's a great tailor. How would you, what's the, I'm, I'm broad stroking this. How how do we create a business where you as the consumer watching this go into your closet and go, yeah, man, my pants are too fucking long. Yeah. How do I get, how do I do something simple with an app, right? An app. And you take I'm a picture stupid. and the then thing. all of a sudden you're, you, you mail those pants in 
and they send them back perfect for, for you. For sure this exists. It has to. It and exists. if it doesn't, we should fucking create it. it. It exists for sure. And that is the thing. People's, like, dudes, our genes are net like most guys their, their jeans actually look terrible on i'm saying most yeah you know it's, it's it looks most like dudes shit. jeans look like shit look like shit yeah you look like they're not fitting you the way they're supposed to we should i'll tell you what we need to do what? we need to do we need to do a fucking we need to take it to the next level and do like a oprah thing where we get our fans because our fans look like us or look like we used to look. Yeah, They're yeah. bigger guys, beards, yeah. fucking. We need them around for the next 20 years so we can keep making money. So we need to get their fucking lives in order and get the, get us and them in great shape. Well, we've hit a lot of it this episode. I mean, yeah. we talked about, you know, testosterone, working out, eating healthy, tailoring your like clothes. Joe's fans are going to live forever. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Who, what, whose fans are dying first out of all the people we know? I mean, if it's based on what, like Stan Hope's fans, Stan. I wonder if I wonder how many majority of Stan Hope's fans are already dead, like the ones that started with him. You know what I mean? Like, like most of Ralphie's his fans, fans, fans. Ralphie's fans are gone. I remember this guy hit me up one time that I'd gone to high school with, and he was like, "Oh, that's so good." He was like, "Ah, oh, I can't believe you're doing stand up." This was like, you know, this was a while ago. That's so cool. And he goes, I love so-and-so. I love Stan Hope. I'd love to check out your stuff. And uh, I, was, I had an album. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I, th I might have had my second one out. He's like, will you send it here? White Girls with Cornrows? Yeah, I think, I think White Girls with Cornrows. <laughs> He's like, will you send it here? And uh, I was like, okay. And I just kept, for, you know, when you're like, you're like, it's in your head, but you yeah. keep forgetting. I have one of those right now where I keep forgetting to send somebody something that mm -hmm. they have. Like, yeah, I keep forgetting, forgetting. And then I finally was like, all right, I'm going to do it today. And I went back to Facebook to look for the exchange and he had died. Well, you could have saved his life. Yeah. God, that's crazy. Yeah. Phil. It's crazy that we Shout all Shout out to Phil. Called me the N-word the first day I met him. Really? Yeah. Black dude or white dude? White dude. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was a 4.2 GPA student. Really? Yeah. Asian? White. Phil sounds like an Asian name. Yeah. He um he called me that uh, when we were playing basketball. Really? Yeah. He was trying to tell me that I was good. Oh, that's a cool compliment. It was a cool compliment. Yeah. And I had just moved to Florida, so I had not heard somebody casually say that as I'm sure you've heard quite often as a Florida kid. But I was just like, hey, man, what? <laughs> and he was like, that was a good shot. That's... Shout out to Phil. Shout out to Phil, Shout out to Phil and to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about, mm -hmm. too. New Florida is such a different fucking world. It's such a, I'm so blessed that I grew up there because my perspective is so shifted. Sometimes I'll say stuff and people will go like, man, there's like, Bert, you're off or whatever. And I go, not, not when I'm home. They get me. Oh yeah. I could retire in Florida. I could, could? I could, I could tap this game out. I could do one more round of touring, one more round of touring and go and just fucking. Can I ask you a, a, a retirement question? Yeah. Cause I always think about this, that there's who you are. And who you think you are, right? 
Um, and so one of those things that like when, you know, we all play these fantasies in our heads about whatever, what, what think who, you know, what you want to do or where you want to live. Yeah. One thing I, one of the things I've discovered about myself is that like, I, you know, I could be seduced by the image of, um, you know, a, a beautiful home in the mountains. Right. And you're yeah. like, Oh fuck. But I know myself that I actually couldn't live that life. Yes. Not because of the the what it the, the demands of living there, but I I need to be within access of a city. In other words, I can live on the outskirts of a city as long as I can I I, I don't like living out in like I don't want that cabin that's out in the woods. I don't want to live I could visit it. Yeah. I don't want to live there. Okay. That's, I was that's thinking a great realization. About, I was thinking about that in Hawaii, because part of your mind goes like, oh, fucking live in Hawaii, right? But I was wondering, I was like, you know, one of the things about, you when you talk to people who live in Hawaii, one of their sometimes complaints is they're like, you know, of course, if this is so beautiful, living is, is that some of them go like, I want to get back, I want to get to more action. I need to like, I need more. Like, mm -hmm. so, that, you know, that's when we go to, maybe they travel to the States or wherever to just like get a little more action. Do you think you could actually be content living in like in Ho in Maui? Like, would that be enough, or would you be like, uh, I can I can vacation here, but I can't live like this? A hundred percent. Which one? Hawaii. You could live a hundred percent. All I need is a beach cruiser, some flip flops, board shorts, a speedo. A couple Hawaiian shirts, a couple James Purse shirts, and a mystery. Like I solve a mystery every day. Like, f like, f like, figure something out. Hey where man, can I? Where hey can man, I get a Campari spritz? Yeah, like no. Yeah. Like, go, I go to the bar and they're like, Brenda lost her car last night. And I'm like, for real? And they're like, yeah, man, she doesn't know where she parked it. And I go, I'll figure that out. And then that's my day. Like, just retired, right? That's my it's day. Retired, yeah. Because I go to Brenda and I interview her. She's the server that works at the bar. I was like, so who were you with last night? She was like, oh, fucking Jason came in last night with Coke. And I went, great. And then I go to Jason's house and he's like still partying. And I party with them a little bit and do a little Coke. And I'm like, so Jason, why did they end? Like, I like something just to, 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 to bother my day, to like mm -hmm. make it, make me, give me something to itch all day. And then I solve the mystery and I end up at the bar with Brenda's car at the end of the night. And then every day is like that. I could do that for the rest of my life. I could do that for the rest of my fucking life. Flip-flops, I'll never put on another fucking shoe in my life. We're so fucking different. I don't need the big city. I want sunshine. I want the water. I want cocktails, a little bit of weed, a little bit of weed, not a lot. Some fresh fruit, a grilled protein at the end of the day, and a mystery. I don't even need a woman. <laughs> I've been, I could jerk off for the rest of my life. You think so? Yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't even need a woman. If Leanne leaves me, I go to Key West. I go to Key West. I could do it in Key West. Uh, I could do it in Hawaii. I could do it in, I wouldn't, I need it to be, I need it to be, I don't want to sound like a, a bad person, but I couldn't do it like in, a, in an indigenous island. Like I couldn't do it in Tahiti. I need to do it in, a, in like a little bit more of like a commoner island, like Hawaii, you know, where, where I just, I don't want to be like the one white yeah, guy yeah, who yeah, no yeah. one speaks English. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. because I don't know if I'd enjoy that, but like I could definitely live on an island for the rest of my life. And Leanne wants to live in the fucking mountains. And I have no interest in mountains. They, I, they confuse me. I go, so what do we do? We're supposed to read a fucking book? Yeah. And we can't get drunk because all of a sudden we're going to fall down a fucking hill? 
Like, God damn it. This there's weather coming in. And there's bears. Fuck. Leanne is, she doesn't think things through, man. Like, I think it through. I'd learn how to sail. I'd learn how to sail. I'd surf. I'd skimboard. I'd have a skateboard. I'd have a beach car. I don't need a car. I don't need a car. And I probably don't need that much money. Mm. Everything is making me cry right now. You couldn't do that? I don't know. It's funny. I mean, everybody, we're all adaptable. So it's like you're in situations, you do adapt. No, you know? but what do you want? Well, that's the thing is like, that's kind of the the journey is figuring that out, figuring it out. You no, know? but like, like right now, like what right now, touring's over. You're done. And, and by the way, I want you to do it alone. I don't want to know where you're going to retire with the boys and Christine. I want, I, uh, Christina, I want, I want to know family, you get canceled, right? You get canceled and and no one ever wants to hear from you again. She's, you dead. Got, she's dead. She's right? dead. Yeah. We all murder her. Okay. And then we, and then you have some chunk of money mm -hmm. and you need to get, go to a place where you can, you're going to live, but you're going to live and you're going to do the, the fucking, the, um, who, what movie did I just see where that guy did that? Uh, have you seen the morning show? No, it's so good. Jennifer uh, yeah, Aniston think, is so fucking uh, good. Yeah, at it. yeah. It's so good. But he goes to Italy. Because he well, gets canceled. He, the Steve Carell guy is, is Matt Lauer. He goes to Italy, and he lives in a fucking big mansion in Italy. Um, I can't do that. Uh, okay. I, I could do that. So, like, my immediate first thought when you started pitching this was that, you know, I, I think I would really embrace Europe. Um, I like, I mean, like, what I feel comfortable in is, like, Western Europe, you know, and, like, yeah, the, that... Spain, France, Italy, like I, I maybe, you know, I'm, I'm obviously I'm romanticizing this stuff a bit because I know the reality is, that, but like one of my friends did this where he moved to Italy, uh, like during the pandemic and with his family and they've just stayed. And he's like, I live in Italy now. Like that's just, so like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. That's sexy me, when you say, when you say it to me like that, I, I, I don't know. Like in my, in my fantasy mind, I go like, Oh, that's appealing. I, I would like to do that. I'm going to plant the seeds right now because I feel it happening. There will be a day I disappear for a while. I've, I feel it. I can feel it. I won't tell Are you. Retire, retire? No, no, oh, no. Oh. I'm talking Dave Chappelle disappear for a chunk where people go, what the fuck happened to Bird? And you won't tell the end? Yeah, because I, I think, I, I feel like I, I've been feeling it lately. I never understood Chappelle taking away I, because I wanted what he had. I wanted the. I wanted to be able to get on stage anywhere I wanted, you know, like the, when that Chappelle did that and went to South Africa, I couldn't wrap my head around it. I remember going like, cause I wanted a TV show. I wanted people to, I could not comprehend it at all at the time. Yeah. At the time. Well, yeah, because we're young struggling comedians Yeah, and you're, you're going like, the guy that has everything we've ever wanted. Yeah. Your perspective is just the most successful guy who's knocking it out of the park is leaving it. Like that's, that's just, you don't, you can't understand the whole scope of it at the time. And I get it so clearly now. I get it so clearly. I, I have a different perspective now. Yeah. I, I understand it. And I, and it, it's sexy to me. Like the way married men that are unhappy in their relationship fawn over new women. I go, I've often thought about, I've often thought about escape routes. Like just like a getting out mm -hmm. and taking a week where no one can get in touch with me and no one knows where I am. And people are, I don't, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't, if I don't want to tell Leanne or the girls, cause I don't want anyone to touch me. Yeah. Cause it's, it, I, I, under, I, 
I'll never do it. I'll never do it because of that, but I get it so fucking clearly. It makes so much fucking sense to be like, no, 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 I'm not. You're not going to be a, get a, be able to get a hold of me for a little bit. No one will. No one will. And and, and let the. I know the panic, and I know we're going to get sued. I know we're going to lose money on these dates. But I get it so much. And if I do that, I've thought. I've thought of my. Here are my places. Paris, number one. I mean, yeah, Paris. I love Paris. Paris. I'm going to get an Airbnb myself. It's going to be in the city. I'm going to smoke cigarettes and cigars all day long. I'm going to fucking drink wine. And just walk, walk. I'm asleep for like two days. I've thought about this so much. It seems cool, but but yeah, that Italy, Europe sounds fucking. Well, that's the thing is that I I I'm one of those people that really romantic. I, I'm seduced by like a Paris. Um, you like you like there's there's a sensualness to your life. Like, I mean, you like. You like a finer thing every now and then. You like a a nice thing, like a clean thing. Whereas I like sloppy, dirty. Don't shower. Like well, I, we you know we we essentially you described it because you were like I want like flip flops, a bike, and just board shorts, and yeah, that's and then for me, I think being in like I don't know Tuscany or or I'd love to go to like San Sebastian or yeah. Madrid. Or go back there or you know I like I don't know if I could live forever like that but the idea of it appeals to me yeah yeah it's interesting it's interesting that we're friends and that the things we like and the things we want i don't think everyone would ever pair us together and it, it make it confuse me at times because i go there's things i've learned from you like i never really understood car i never really got cars but now i i for some reason i like the interior of my car so much more now because i'm friends with you you think so i do I I take a time and I go. Man, this is this is a nice interior. It's just like I don't know, man. the uh, The car thing is, it really is like a bug. I get it. I actually also even understand too. I think I only recently understood that. I think it is like a, like you, you even though I'm heavy in it, I I already see that like there will be a point. You know, maybe it's. Five years, ten years, where I'll go. Um, I'm not driving all these anymore. It's time to like let them go. So yeah. you, you see it as like something. I'm I'm very much enjoying it, and I and I I don't know. I just get a real thrill out of the the hunt for one, out of the experience of like how does this drive differently than the other one? Well, did you did you and Christina drive today together? No. Did you did you drive the convertible? Yeah. I actually, I actually thought, how sexy is that? That today's a beautiful day. It's yeah. a gorgeous day. And I thought, oh man, I would love to be able to pick a car based on the day and go, oh, I'm going to drive the convertible. It's a gorgeous day. Because it ends up being like, if you really get into like, car, I mean, everyone I've talked to, I, I know people who have like, like, re, like crazy amount of cars. Yeah. And I've had that conversation where I'm like, you know, like what's with, you know, what, why or what, what are you, you going to drive today? And he goes, it's just like the mood. He goes, it's the mood I'm in. I'm doing that. So we bought, we, we bought a house, uh, a property semi-close to us, semi-close to us kind of. 
uh, but very, very drivable, safe on a motorcycle. My goal has always been, my goal always was to get a sitcom in, wow, this is so fucking crazy, was always to get a sitcom in LA on CBS Radford and be able to drive there every day and do, and work. And and I was like, and I'll get a motorcycle. It'll be fun to get a motorcycle and drive to work. Cause it's not that far. It's pretty safe. It's all back streets. That'll be fun. And so I got an, I got your electric bike. And then now I have a quiver of electric bikes. I have probably five electric bikes. Damn. Well, I know. Well, we, I just started accruing them. One was a podcast sponsor. One I got for fully loaded as a gift. One, someone gave me that never got fully loaded. Then showed up at my house. I have yours. I have, I have some at the beach house. But the problem with electric bikes is they're fucking silent. So you're flying down yeah. streets and no one knows you're there and you're going 30 miles it's an like hour. with electric cars too. You, you, yeah. you don't hear them coming through the parking lot, you know? Dude. So I was going to buy, I was going to buy a fucking motorcycle. Loud as fuck. I don't need it to be brand Why new. Why don't you I, get that electric one? Which one? They have the electric, Icon? Uh, no. The electric motorcycle? Is it called an Icon? I don't know. I, uh, 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 Matt Farah hit me I thought me it started up. with a Z. No, it was electric. A, yeah, zero. That Which one. Those. Zero. These. These are electric. You ever see these? No. Yo, dude. Does it make noise though? That's my problem. Know. Is I want it to make noise so people click, hear me coming. Click on. Uh, look at those God. things. So what I've decided is I might get a because I'm only driving like a mile or two. I mean it's two miles. I'm I might get a quiver of just weird kind of neat motorcycles to drive down to the studio every day when i do podcasts and have a fun thing to drive down the studio and just get like fucking bizarre motorcycles you're going to cbs radford no 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 the new podcast studio oh the new studio okay you're gonna fucking love it dude yeah it's it it is so it's it's i i did the table thing we talked about having tables for podcasts and i found i wasn't I, I that there's so much to unpack here that we don't have time. I found that I was not present for a lot of conversations in a, on a table. And then, so I was like, I, I, I miss, I miss the man cave. I miss that couch. I miss that couch. I miss cuddling up and like pulling my feet underneath me. I miss that energy. I miss having a, I miss all the a table so different then for me a couch, so I built like a fucking legit setup where Sweet. it just it welcomes alcohol, cigars, weed, all of it. Change my lifestyle, baby. Change my lifestyle. I love it. Um, I'm so proud of you for surfing. I really am. I, I thanks, saw thanks. that. I'm so proud of you for so many fucking things. You're taking such control of your life that I it's it is an inspiration. It should be an inspiration to anyone watching. You should be an inspiration on so many fucking levels because number one, no, I'm not even fucking around. I'm obviously way more successful, but you <laughs> are so like I think about that sometimes. How much more success I've had in this industry than you? Yeah. But you, Me you, too. poor yeah. in this business, poor as fucking shit to the point. When you realized you had money, it was because your charger was across the room and you guys were laying your phone across the wall and you went, wait, we can afford chargers now. I remember that moment. Poor. Yes. To successful and fat, to successful, fat, and autonomous, where you create this podcast network, and then successful and skinny, and successful skinny and going out and trying things. And, there, and that more people need to take from you you're not David Goggins. You're not sitting here. You're not, you're not 
Tony Robbins. You're more like David Goggins because you're silently doing the work that people should fucking copy. They they should look at your what you're doing and go, I'm putting more of that in my life. But you're an inspiration to me. Well, thanks. That's very sweet of you. I'm very proud of you for everything you've accomplished. You're doing this crazy. I can't believe you're going into another enormous tour um, that's arenas only, which is wild. Thank I remember you. getting a phone call from you being like, I sold out my shows in the clubs and I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to add a show. And like the, the, uh, the excitement in your voice, you were so proud. And now you're, you've reached the pen. I mean, you're, you're, you're doing arenas, man. It's fucking wild. Memorial Day weekend, the machines and movie and theaters. And I was going to say that. Then, Memorial then the, Day weekend. We just announced yeah. it today. You'll, you'll already have seen that. I will yeah. bring, trust me, I'll talk about this a lot. I think you'll probably promote it a few I'll times. I'll promote it a couple more times. A couple yeah. more times I'll fucking promote it. Um, but that also, I mean, I, I remember when you had the script for this, when you did the table read, and then I remember when you said it got greenlit. And I was like, I go, do you realize how rare it is to get greenlit I just to get greenlit out of all the conversations i had about that movie you were the one that mattered your conversation with me was very very precise and you said hey this is a big deal don't fuck this up F fucking put everything you have in this because this doesn't just set up the next 20 years of your life. This sets up all of us, like all of us, because they're not making comedies anymore. No, you go, not. we all get to start making comedies if this works. And so you're like, fucking go over there and do everything. And I, man, I took so much of that. And I remember Rogan saying, they don't make fucking hard R comedies. Dude, no one goes hard anymore. They and don't? I was like, and I was like, all right. I remember laying in bed the night before production going, I'm going to go too hard. I'm going to go too hard, and they're going to shut down production, but it's worth taking big swings. Yeah. And we did that first scene in the movie, and Josh who Josh and Mary, all of them, all our people we work with at Legendary, uh, hit me up, and they're like, that's the right direction. Let's go fucking hard. If we're going to put millions of dollars into a movie, let's take big fucking swings. And you did, and you did such a good job that now we have other things cooking. Let's go to space. Yeah. I uh, can't wait for you to gain all that weight back. I already can I tell you I thought of I thought of something so fun I have to tell you off I have okay. to tell you off Mike remind me immediately to tell you okay okay um, I'm going back to LA all right go back to LA I love good you good luck love you too man Bert and Tom Tom and Bert one goes topless while the other wears a shirt Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine there's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean here's what we call two bears one cave no scripts, a bit of booze, amateur photology, dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave.